What's up, witches? I hope you are having a fabulous Wednesday. Today, I'm going to be talking about altars. Let's face it, if you are in any kind of witch community, I'm sure you've heard people talking about their altar, showing pictures of their altar, or trying to get altar inspiration. But maybe you're not entirely sure what an altar is or what purpose it serves. So I'm going to break all of that down for you in this episode. First, I would like to just clarify that an altar may mean different things for different people depending on what kind of witchcraft they practice and how they identify. The main definition of an altar would be a sacred place where you perform rituals, spell work, ceremonies, or spiritual practices. Not every witch has an altar, but most will. And then some witches don't have a permanent altar that stays put together all the time. And this can be for many different reasons. It could be that they just don't have the space for it, or it could be they don't want to have a permanent altar, or it could be that for whatever reason, they are not able to keep their ritual tools and witchcraft tools out. So don't feel like you absolutely have to have an altar especially if for some reason you can't have one that stays out permanently. Some people will, I guess, build or put together their altar for every ritual. And sometimes this is good for certain practices because if you set your intention before you even start, you know, putting your altar together, then you can power that intention the entire time you're putting together your space and your altar and so I know some witches prefer to practice that way because they want their altar to truly reflect what it is that they're trying to achieve or they want it to energetically match the spell work that they're about to perform some witches have multiple altars Um, Some witches may have an altar that they take down and, and, you know, put up depending on the spell or the ritual. But then they may also have a permanent altar that they use for maybe meditation or prayer or very specific types of rituals. This is very common for witches that worship a deity or a god or a goddess. They oftentimes will have a permanent altar that will, you know, it will worship or honor the deity or the god, goddess that they are currently working with. Or a moon witch may have an altar that is very specific to honoring the moon. You can really customize your altar however you see fit whatever resonates with you Um, another thing that is really common that witches will do is they will change their altar with the seasons so if 
you are really linked to the earth and maybe to the elements, that might be something that you are interested in. Your altar is normally on some kind of raised platform or a table, but it really doesn't have to be. It just needs to be a intentional place where you have agreed and set the set the purpose and set the intention for this space. So if you want to create an altar where you can perform all of your spell work, no matter what it is, then that is what that space, whether it is a table or a corner in your closet, that is what that space is intended for. So that doesn't mean that you let your kids destroy it. It doesn't mean that you let your dog sleep there. It doesn't mean that you, you know, put all your trash there. This is a sacred place. This is a space for you to do very intentional, dedicated work. Another popular altar theme in the witch community is an ancestor altar. So, you know, you can make this a separate altar or it can be if you already are using you know, maybe a larger space or a larger table, you might dedicate a certain section to your ancestors. You could put pictures of loved ones that have passed or maybe something that's just symbolic to you and where you came from or your bloodline. Your altar should really reflect you, who you are, and your craft. It should be very personalized and special to you. So an example would be, you know, crystals. If you like crystals, you may have crystals on your altar or you may decide you only want to put special um, or certain crystals on your altar. If you really love the beach or you consider yourself a sea witch, you may have, you know, seashells or driftwood. You may decide that you want to put special rocks that you have found, maybe, you know, twigs and acorns, maybe some dried leaves and things like that in the fall if you're going to go with a seasonal theme. You may want to put some candles, some incense, or, you know, maybe just some cute decorations that you found that, you know, really just express who you are. If you do lunar magic, you may decide to put some kind of emblem or some kind of moon decoration. If you decide to work with deities, you may put a god or goddess statue. There's really no wrong way to do it. I mean, the only rules are that it needs to feel personal to you and you need to keep the space sacred and you need to be intentional about the space that you're using. A lot of witches will also keep most of their tools that they use in their craft, either on their altar or nearby, depending on how their space is set up. If you are into divination, you may leave your divination tools at your altar or close by. You may even have a separate altar for your divination tools um, so you could have like your tarot cards, your oracle cards, your pendulum and things like that on one altar where you may have a separate altar to do other types of magic 
or you may have them all in one space. Your altar is really just supposed to be a place that you can feel comfortable and you can feel home. This is a place where when you need to meditate, clear your mind, or unwind, it's available to you. This is a place where the energy is pure and it's cleansed because you haven't let other things mingle with the energy and throw it off. I know my altar is in my bedroom. I have a very large bedroom, so I have like a section of my bedroom that actually has like my bed where we sleep and our dressers and and all that. And then the other side of my bedroom has my vanity and my altar and my, my witch supplies. So my altar, I have kind of split it in two. I have um, a little small table with a shelf on it that I have nothing but crystals on there. And then my other altar is a very long table. And that one is more what I would consider my actual altar. I have a section on that altar that has pictures of loved ones that have passed away. Um, I've actually recently added that. That hasn't always been there. I used to have a space in my closet for the ancestors that had the pictures and but that it was just for me it was too hard for me to keep it up and keep being intentional and using it because it was out of sight out of mind. So I decided to move it to the corner of my main altar. Um during October when we have Samhain, I actually make a um an ancestor altar or ancestor shrine if you will where it's a little bit more developed I have more pictures and I have more candles and I have a very um intentional place for the setup of honoring the dead I also have a bookshelf in my room that is on that same side where I keep most of like my supplies. You know, some of my supplies there are on my altar. Like I have like all of my crystals pretty much are on my altar. And then I have some of my divination tools. I actually um, do a lot of spell jars and like bottled magic. So I keep a lot of that kind of stuff on my altar as well. So that's also something that you can leave on your altar if you perform some kind of spell and for whatever reason you aren't ready to take it down or you don't want to take it down or it's a spell that is meant to stay up like a spell jar or something that's in a container. You can leave that on your altar as well as long as, I would say as long as the energy allows it. Obviously if you're doing some kind of spell um spell jar where you're maybe not doing a positive energy maybe it's like a a sour jar or something that has more negative uh energy in it you're not really going to want to keep that um in your sacred space 
because then it's going to throw off the energy and you're going to have that energy on your altar. And you really want your altar to reflect who you are. You want the energy of your altar to mimic the energy that you want to embody. If you have any um, witch books or spell books or maybe you created a grimoire or a book of shadows, you could obviously keep that on your altar or close by. Now, if you are considered or thinking about practicing with Wiccans or you're thinking of studying Wicca and becoming part of that religion, their altars are very different from what I'm talking about. They're similar in the fact that, you know, it is a sacred space that, you know, you create and it is supposed to be special and important to you for your practice and your prayers and your spirituality. However, they have very specific tools that they use within their rituals and all of these tools are included on their altars. I will probably do an episode in the future where I talk more about the specific tools used in witchcraft. And if you have specific tools that you already use or that you're interested in, know that, you know, if you are comfortable with them being left out on your altar, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you're using these in your spell work, in your rituals. So if you don't want to put them away, then that's completely fine. I would, however, make sure that you are remembering to cleanse your space in between spells, especially, because you don't want certain energies to mingle. I mean, it really just depends on what kind of spell work you're doing, but, you know, if for some reason you're doing two completely different spells, you would definitely want to cleanse your space, and any tools that you're using in between. For me personally, I think our altars should always be aesthetically pleasing. Since they are supposed to represent us and who we are and the energy that we embody, we should love our altar. We should adore it. And in order to do so, we need to love the way that it looks. So, you know, feel free to, you know, really customize it and get some, you know, pretty cute decorations and just make it feel like you. You can think of it as like a 3D version of a vision board or Pinterest uh, board. But also having an altar really gives you a place where you can really be yourself and connect spiritually and practice in a safe, comfortable place. It also acts as a reminder so that you can develop a routine when it comes to certain practices that you would like to incorporate daily. So like if you're trying to meditate more and you want to you know, create more of a routine when it comes to meditation or, you know, really anything, you can do those things at your altar 
And every time you look at your altar, it will be a reminder for you that you need to take care of yourself and do these self-care practices. You may decide that you want to have multiple altars because maybe you want an altar that's more private whenever you need more peace and quiet. And you may have that in a part of your house where you can go and be undisturbed. And that might be where you do certain rituals or where you meditate. But then you may have an altar that you want to see more often that you have in a main part of your house. Maybe where you honor your ancestors or um, past loved ones. And you may decide to put that, you know, in a place that is more visual, like in your living room, um, maybe on your fireplace mantle or on a bookshelf somewhere. So again, just get really creative because this process, it is a creative process and it is an intuitive process. And if you have... Um, children, you know, you can encourage them to create an altar as well. Ask them, you know, to create a space that is important to them, that connects to them, and where they feel like they can show off the things that are important to them. I'm sure that they would really like that, and it would give them something to look at and to be proud of and it would also help them learn the importance of creating a space like that for yourself but also respecting yours if you're listening to this on spotify make sure you answer the question i want to know all about your altars do you have one and if so what do you use your altar for and if you don't have an altar after listening to this episode Are you going to make one? Bye. Did you enjoy that episode? Great. Make sure you share it with someone you love. It would really mean a lot to me if you would take the time to rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people. I would love to connect with you. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. And if you want to find out more about me and what I do, check out my website, www.chasingspirituality.com. I hope your day is full of magic. Until next time.